Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good day, everyone. This is Tony Moskal with your high school sports podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for everyone. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? This week, I head back to my alma mater, Crespi High School. One, because they've got one heck of a quarterback named Chance Tucker. And number two, because he recently gave a verbal commitment to one of the most prestigious universities in the country, the University of Notre Dame. Chance is another excellent defensive back from Crespi, following in the footsteps of guys like DJ Beavers and Marvell Tell. Chance, thank you for taking the time to join me here on the podcast. No problem. Anytime. I'm excited to be here. Uh, why Crespi? You know, there are a lot of private schools, a lot of schools out there. There's, you know, a lot of choices for kids to go to, to for their academics. Why did you choose Crespi? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had always known about Crespi and, and them being a, a football powerhouse. Uh, at the same time, my youth football team practiced at Crespi, uh, and that's kind of how I was introduced. Uh, I'm pretty sure my parents knew about Crespi before then, though. Uh, but for me, it was really just practicing there and uh, feeling that environment. And, and all my friends uh, had older brothers that, that went to Crespi, so we got a lot of insight. Um, and then and then a lot, a lot of my friends ended up going there, and, and that's how I really wanted to go there, and that's kind of how I ended up there. Uh, the program was down for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Coach Porter takes over. First year goes three and seven. Last year, you guys are eight and five, making yeah. a deep, deep run in the playoffs. What was the difference that you think? Um, you know, I, I would say, I would say it, it was a mixture of senior leadership and then just, just like a, an extra year of, of chemistry. Um, we were a very, very young team my sophomore year. Um, so it, it was kind of like a, a a year of building and getting to know everybody, and uh, and just building that chemistry that we that we needed for junior year. Um, and like I said, senior leadership we had we had a lot of uh, seniors that really stepped up and uh, really took the team and 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 led us uh, through the through the playoffs and we we had a good run. But uh, I'm I'm excited for this next year. For this third year of uh, chemistry that we have, uh, we had a we have a lot of three year starters that are coming back, and uh, I'm excited to see what we could do. How important? And I I kind of know the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Was it for you guys to get a traditionally excellent program back on the winning track after a couple of down difficult years where where they struggled? Yeah, it's it's awesome to. To, you know, to, to be that, that group of kids that kind of put Crespi back on the map, um, you know, after after having a few years of being down, uh, and then and, and it's, it's, it's good to, to raise the competition again with the teams that we're playing, and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to compete with them, and, and we're, we're going to dominate and go out there and do our best uh, either way, so... You're a dual sport athlete. You're a heck of a track runner, a 10 900, a 22 14 200, a 51 400. Have you always been a dual sport kid? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I, I've played multiple sports throughout my life. Uh, I started with basketball when I was younger, when I was about three. Uh, and then I started playing baseball when I was around six years old. And I played that until I was around 12, 13, until I got to Crespi. And that's kind of where I became a, a, a two-sport athlete with track and and um, football. But I started I started track in seventh grade and I started football in seventh grade as well or I think I started track in eighth grade actually but um yeah so I've, I've kind of always been a dual sport athlete uh I, I, I like I like running track because I feel like I feel like track can help any other sport uh and, and especially helps uh football so I feel like they go hand to hand how does it help you with football with your quickness with your speed mm-hmm. with proper form because I see that a lot of track, a lot of football players who get recruited also yeah. run track. What has the benefit been for you? Uh, yeah, I would say it's just the speed. I, I wouldn't say so much the the quickness and the the twitchiness. I, I, I would just say more just being able to to have that natural speed and especially as a corner, being able to keep up with uh, fast receivers and just take advantage of, of your speed and utilize it in the right way. You play both sides of the ball, but you like defense better. And I'm going to quote you. Mm-hmm. Defense is where the dogs are at. And I love being able to compete with wide receivers and make big hits. Yeah, I saw your highlight tape and you delivered some big hits. What is it about doing that? Does it fire you up? Helps you with your mental game against the guy? Help the defense get fired up? Yeah. I mean, it's a mixture of everything, you know, uh, for me personally, it, it just, it makes me, it makes me go insane. You know, I'm, I'm fired up after I get a big hit and, uh, make a big tackle or a big stop. Uh, and like I said, I feel like, I feel like it also helps everybody on the sideline and it wakes up the team, you know, like where we're in this and we're, we're hitting you in the mouth. So let's see what you could throw back. But and coach Porter said this about you, he said, you are the ultimate team player. Mm-hmm. that exhibits both humility and confidence. Mm-hmm. And your goals this offseason were to improve your technique and press coverage because last year was your first year playing the position and you really just relied on natural ability. Yeah. I, that's a, a pretty darn good compliment coming from your head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that transition from from safety to corner was it, – it was, it was like a – it was a unique process, but – you know, like in the end, like I ended up loving the position of corner. Uh, like I said, I just I, I love being able to compete with wide receivers, just being out there on that island. But uh, you know, like I said, I'm trying to improve my press press coverage, which I have this off season. Um, and you know, it, it, it I I I had to go through a lot of training and just learning the the position of corner. Uh. I had a personal DB coach named Awan Dials. Uh, he's a defensive coordinator at Grace Brethren. Uh, and I feel like he helped a lot in this process uh, and just teaching me technique and, and just basic knowledge and, and football IQ at that position. Um, and, yeah, I, I just ended up loving the position of corner. What do you think your strengths are? Your anticipation, your speed, your route reading. What makes you such a special player? Yeah, I mean, I would say I said it's my my height and length, uh, six one, 
170. Uh, my speed, like I said, it's just I'm just able to kind of rely on it. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm I'm always trying to rely on it, but it's just it's a great attribute to have. Uh, my physicality, like we talked about earlier, I'm always looking for a big hit, big tackle, a big stop. Uh, and then lastly, I would say my football IQ. And what do you think you really need to work on to become an impact player at that next level? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I would say it would be my press coverage. Uh, just keeping keeping my hips uh, parallel to the line of scrimmage and not opening the gate to to faster receivers. Um, and then and then it's just a mixture of everything and and perfecting every little. Every little um, like critique to my game, and 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 just you know, always looking to get better. How much film of yourself do you watch to see those little things that you do well, or the things that you need to improve on? Uh, I, I mean, I I I I watch a lot of film of myself, especially right now during quarantine, just because I, I I've been so bored and just I have so much time to to do whatever I want. Uh, so I I, I kind of just go back and rewatch games a lot and just watch myself to see what I could could have done better um, and and then what I would do now and just how my process is cha- how my thought process has changed since uh, my junior year. Is there anybody specific you model your own game after? Uh, I would say I would say kind of Richard Sherman. Um, with him being as, as smart as he is and and being a tall, lengthy corner like me, he's, he's kind of someone I've always looked up to. And also the, the fact that he is so smart. Obviously, Sherman, a Stanford mm-hmm. grad, and you're on your way to Notre Dame. Yep. You received multiple offers from some really, really good academic schools, mm-hmm. many of the Ivy League schools, Northwestern. Why Notre Dame? Uh, I mean – in, in the end, it was just the academic prestige in Notre Dame that, that played a massive role in my decision. Um, but at the same time, they're, they're also one of the, the greatest football programs in the, in the nation right now. And, and you know, the, the, their history is, is really, it, it's, it's truly, it's prestigious. And, and I, I also love my connection with Coach Mickens and Coach Lee. And I feel like they would know how to develop me and and get the best out of me uh, as a corner and and not only as a corner but but off the field as well. Um, uh, I would also say my my visit with my dad just out to South Bend and and the Notre Dame campus, just being able to get a feel for the city and the and the campus was. Very, very helpful, and I'm grateful that we got to do that, uh, especially during this pandemic. Um, you know, their their campus has a really, really special feeling, and it, and it kind of felt like home. Uh, and then lastly, I would say uh, my conversation with uh, Mr. Mendoza of the business school. Uh, I thought that was really special, being able to to hop on the phone with him and just hear his story and, and get advice from him. And, and that was kind of cool, especially because I want to uh, major in something in business. 
And like you said, Notre Dame is a, a very academically centered school. I believe they graduate something like 98% yeah. of their athletes, which is just ridiculous in today's day and age. And you mentioned being on that campus, and, and I've been there a couple of times. It, it is truly a special place. It's I think it's different. It's a different feeling when you walk on that campus than than a lot of other schools. Did you feel that as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's really not like any other any other school or any other campus uh like you you really can't go to any other school and get get such a such a a beautiful campus uh, uh a great football program and and then at the same time the the level of prestige of their education at Notre Dame so that's what kind of pulled in pulled through at the end for me it was just the mixture of everything you can't get Better than that. Are you ready for the winter? Bring a big oh, jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know about all that. Uh, I'm I'm ready for it. I'm open to doing anything, so I'm excited. Let, let's go back. How did the recruiting process start for you? Mm-hmm. Um, did it change anything about you when you started receiving attention? Because a lot of guys get letters. Yeah. But when did it really get serious for you and you thought to yourself, Wow, these schools really want me to go play football mm-hmm. and be a student there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I have I got my first offer from BYU uh, last year. I believe it. I think it was July or June. Um, but I, I still wasn't uh, receiving like a lot of attention or, or the attention I received when when this quarantine happened. And I would say. Uh, at the start of this quarantine is when it really started to pick up after my offer from UNLV. Um, and that's when kind of all the schools started showing me attention and, and, uh, uh, extending offers. Um, uh, and also I think what helped a lot, like we talked about earlier was my 10, 9, 7, 100 meter time. Um, I feel like, that kind of gave gave these coaches like a an extra piece of information. It's like it's like oh we got we got the transcripts, we got the film, and then now we got uh, track time. So I feel like that helped a lot. Um, and and I would say like a- after I started getting all the attention, I feel like that's kind of where I was like uh, I, I I I I got more serious, and um, you know I feel like. Now, now's the time to to go even harder. It's not it's not time to slow down, um, and you know, like I I'm I've always been a humble person, so I've stayed humble throughout this process, and it's been a very unique process. Uh, but it's my process, and I've I've loved it, and it's it's a dream come true to be committed to the University of Notre Dame. What was the most difficult part for you throughout the whole process? Um, I would say not being able to get out onto visits, really. Uh, like like I said, uh, I I didn't I didn't really think I was gonna be to make a decision without actually getting on campus. Uh, that's kind of why me and my dad took the time to to go to uh Washington and uh, Notre Dame because that's kind of the two schools that I narrowed it down to. Um. And then, secondly, I mean, just just the decision between those two schools was was kind of rough. Uh, I I was going 
back and forth between schools and uh it it, it took some time but after those visits I kind of I kind of knew where I was heading and uh I sat down with my parents and then I, I told them I wanted to to continue my academic and football career at the University of Notre Dame uh and and they they were fully supportive they would have supported me wherever I committed um and then I believe I I told the coaches um that Friday I don't remember the date that I was going to committed but the coaches at Notre Dame that I was going to commit and announce next week uh and I was full go from there 100% you know, you mentioned that after you started getting offers, it motivated you to to try and get better. When a lot of guys may sit back and go, "Oh yeah, I got this offer, I got this offer." Yeah. What is what was it about you that said, "Did you want to just prove to people that you were worthy of getting those offers?" Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, I mean, I've always had my mindset on taking football as far as I can. Um, like I kind of, I kind of felt like it was going to come one day. I just need to keep working and, and just keep my head down and, and keep pushing and working through, through all the doubt and, uh, and hate or whatever. But, um, like I said, I, I've stayed humble throughout this process. And, uh, after I started receiving the, the attention, I was grateful, but at the same time, uh, it, it motivated me to to go even harder, and yeah. And when you got the offer from San Jose State, did Crespi alum Kevin Cummings try to pressure you with his Crespi ties? Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Coach Cummings, he he mentioned that he he was a Crespi alum too, and I I thought that was special. Um, that 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 was really cool. He I I wouldn't say he pressured me. Uh, I I didn't really feel. A lot of pressure from from any any schools, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, that was definitely cool for him to be a Crespi alum. And before you committed to Notre Dame, I read an article that you called every other coach that recruited you personally yeah. to tell them that you gave a verbal to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. How number one, why did you do it when a lot of kids these days just can send a text or a tweet or an email? But why did you do that, and how difficult was it for you to call a coach that had spent so much time investing, recruiting, talking to you, and did any of them try to talk you out of it and say, wait a minute, maybe you really want to rethink that? Uh, no, no, that they, they were all uh, all supportive of, of my decision, um, you know, and I, I would like to amend them for that, but uh, it, it was it was kind of like the hardest thing I've done uh, after after them investing so much time in me. And, and I, I truly appreciated all of it, really. And, and that's kind of what I told them when I when I called them. Uh, and then, like you said, I, I feel like calling them is just different from a text. Like anybody could send a text, but it, it you know, like it's, it's heartfelt when you could actually reach out on the phone and hear their voices and just talk to them and then uh, explain to them what was going on. Uh, I felt like that, that was needed. Um, I feel like the hardest one was, was obviously Washington. Um, but, you know, like I said, uh, you know, I, I was blessed enough to, to have these options and um, 
you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I appreciate it so much all the time that they've invested in me, but you know, um, it, it, it was, it was good being able to reach out and, and tell them and take that weekend after I verbally committed to, to tell them that I had committed to, to university, the university of Notre Dame, and I would not be committing to, to their school, but, um, all of them were, were supportive of supportive of my decision, and I appreciate that. And and I think that goes back to what Coach Porter said about you, with just the humility that, that you have. That it takes a lot of time to do that. It takes a lot of thought to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's something that's just so simple to do. Pick up a phone, call somebody, thank them, and 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 do it from the bottom of your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, go ahead. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like what I said. It's it's different from a text, uh, and I I feel like they can really feel that the the truth and 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 just how heartfelt I was I was being, and that I I truly appreciated it, and, and I'm not just sending a text. And here's here's a life lesson that you never know when your paths with somebody are going to cross. And if they do cross with somebody, because as we know, coaching staffs change, mm-hmm. and, you know, guys come and go and you may run into one of those guys later on in your career yeah. and, and don't remember the the heartfelt gesture that you put forth by, by taking the time to be more personal with them. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was also uh, a thing that uh, me and my parents talked about. Uh, so I, that's also why we thought it was, it was smart to do that. Um, because you, you never know where someone's going to end up, especially with, in this, uh, college football, uh, process or, or, or whatever you would call it, but things change a lot. Uh, and, and we kind of know that. So that's another reason why we reached out and took the time to talk to every coach. And you said you developed a really close relationship with coach Mike Mickens besides football. How did you guys develop a relationship? Uh yeah, yeah. So um he he reached out to me after after um I sent them like a little workout that they wanted me to do and and I recorded them. Uh he he reached out to me and we had been talking for like uh a week or two. Uh uh and it, it was kind of cool for him being a track guy just like me. Uh, and having a track background, uh, I feel like we could relate in that sense. Um, also, just his competitive spirit, I feel like that could relate to mine as well. Um, and, and, and this was all during uh, the civil unrest. Um, so it, it was kind of cool of him to be able to, to reach out and talk over the phone and then uh, after a week or two, that's when we hopped on the phone and he extended me the offer. And, and you know, it came fairly quick. Uh, but, you know, when it happened, I was I was so excited and I was I felt grateful and blessed. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I love my relationship with him and it, it's, it's going good and, and we're just trying to strengthen it. And what has he told you about your future? Because you guys have have a very very solid defensive back class coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm a young I'm a young corner. I'm I'm still 16 right now. Uh, I, I turned 17 in uh, like two weeks. But 
you know, like I, I feel like um, my potential is 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 the sky. Sky's the limit for me. Uh, it's, it's just really up to me to put in the work and and uh, really put in put in the time and, and invest my time in getting better every day uh, so that in the end I, I'll be able to to pursue my goals and, and reach my dreams. And I feel like Coach Coach Mickens is, is there to, to help me and push me throughout that uh, as well as challenge me because I, I know there's some days where, where, where life throws challenge that, challenges at you, but you just got to keep going and uh, push even harder. But I feel like Coach Mickens is is per, is the perfect guy to to be be right by my side through that process. Have you talked to or texted or exchanged any type of communication with the other guys in your class? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, like <laughs> right after I committed, uh, we we have like a a little commit group chat that we have and. Uh, we, we we kind of like talk every day, so that that's kind of cool. But and how do you see yourself fitting in with these guys? Because it's it's difficult. You can't visit. You can't travel, and and it's all done over you know technology and stuff. But what are the hopes that this group, that this DB group coming in, that you guys are going to get to play together for the next four years? What are your goals and aspirations for yourselves? Uh. I mean, I, I would say, first of all, just getting that national championship. Uh, that, that's I feel like that that's everybody's goal. Um, but uh, I, I would just say, just being being a standout group on Notre Dame as as the secondary and as the DBs. Uh, you know, we want to be that group that's holding it down and and really putting the team on our backs and uh, just giving that energy every day in practice and in the games uh, and, and as well as off the field in the classroom uh, and just make an, make an impact right away. And when you see the tradition of Notre Dame football, and you mentioned it earlier, the national championships, the Heisman trophies, you walk down mm-hmm. that stairway and you see that sign that so many people see, you know, before games on Saturday – what goes through your mind? Um, I mean, it's just it, it. It's I wouldn't say it's overwhelming. It's just it's it's like it's. It, I would say it's it's very impressive and it, it's it's really cool just to to be going to a school with such a great history and it's it's gratifying. Um, you know, Notre Dame's history is 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 it's crazy and and I would say it's one of the most historic schools in the nation um but it's it's awesome to be able to uh continue the next 4 years of my life at, at such a wonderful school and you have uh, one of your teammates right now Salerno his brother is there have you talked to him yet uh the young the one at Notre Dame yeah uh I haven't talked to him but I'm I, I'm pretty sure that he he spoke to the coaches about me and, and put in that good word. And I, I took the time to, to reach out to him and thank him for that. Um, and, and that's kind of how that went. That's great. Well, how are you keeping in shape during the pandemic? Yeah. Um, like when it, when this all started and we were forced to, to stay at home, me and my dad ordered a, a full 
Olympic weight weight set with a weightlifting bench and bar, uh, and Olympic uh, uh, weight plates. So that that's kind of uh, how we how we how I stayed in shape um, before we could start practicing again. I, we were able to start practicing and lifting with the team for about three weeks before we got shut down again. So now now it's kind of back to working out at home and using that weight set um and just get keeping all my footwork and uh uh stuff and db stuff in intact and like i said working out with the uh, coach dials uh is definitely going to help a lot and i'm just trying to trying to push through this pandemic and kind of be the hardest worker because in the, in the end and when we're all out of this we'll be able to see who's really been working yeah, and hopefully we get out of it soon. Hey, last thing I want to do, I, I do this thing called the Fast Five. I ask five just off-the-wall questions, and sometimes I theme them. I want to ask you five questions, all L.A. sports. Mm-hmm. Lakers or Clippers? Lakers. Dodgers or Angels? Dodgers. USC or UCLA, even though you're a Notre Dame guy now? UCLA. Kings or Ducks? Kings. LAFC or Galaxy? Galaxy. Fantastic. I got nothing else. I, you know, we could do Pepperdine Loyola, but you know. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for your time. I appreciate this. No, it was it was my pleasure. I I love talking to people that, you know, from the old alma mater, things have changed at Crespi over the years, mm-hmm. but it is it is still Crespi. It's a family. Uh it's just fantastic to see your success. I, I hope that we can all stay positive throughout this virus. It starts to go away so you guys can have a season and I can come out and watch you guys play. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And sell pride. Yeah. Sell pride all day, every day. Well, Chance, best of luck to you this season. And uh, can't wait to see you play on Saturdays. Yeah. Thank you. You too. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to hear us today. I would like to thank, thank Chance Tucker. Crespi High School, recent verbal commit to the University of Notre Dame. Uh, let's all keep our, you know, masks on, keep our social distancing, and hopefully this this virus will go away in due time so we can all have a season. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com.